everyone welcome to cross creek central uh so this is going to be our podcast we finally decided to start it i'm sander uh, uh i'm a caps fan uh zach you want to introduce yourself yeah, i'm zach or sharon golovich on youtube and i'm a big devils fan and uh, this is going to be our podcast where we just like talk about what's going on in the nhl yeah, so we're going to be keeping up with all the daily stories during the season, and we're also going to be live streaming play-by-play commentary games. And when's the first game? On Sunday, uh, right? Yes, yeah, Sunday. Devils versus, sorry, not Devils, um, Islanders versus Rangers. Okay, and that will be a preseason game. We're going to be streaming it. Be sure to check it out. We'll have some fun. And I think this is just to enjoy. I've always wanted to have a podcast, and I finally got around to doing it. Yeah. This is... This is a big step forward for me. I'm I'm really excited. Let's get this started. Okay, so should we just jump right into it? So let's uh, let's talk about Jack Eichel. Okay, so that's definitely a big story right now. So first, we'll say what actually happened. So he failed his physical, and why did he fail his physical? Because earlier this season he got injured. I believe it was a fractured disc in his neck, or what was it? Uh, I don't know. Just some injury. I think, I think it was refusing surgery, so. Yeah, so he wants to get the herniated disc surgery. Here, gonna, can you, you could look it up. Actually, I'll look it up. Hold on. Okay. Uh, yeah, just find the real, uh, the actual name of it. But the Sabres want him to get a lot safer of a surgery because the surgery that Eichel wants, it's never been done on an NHL player, so they feel like it might be a bit risky. But it's basically like a game of stare down. They're staring each other down. It's who blinks first. And so far, Eichel doesn't want to budge. The Sabres don't want to budge. And now, because he couldn't get a surgery, he's not physically healthy, and therefore he failed his physical, and he was stripped of his captaincy. Okay, so it was so, a herniated disc. Okay, yeah, a herniated disc. Okay, so that's the name. Oh, what do you think of it? Are you uh, on Eichel's side? Are you on the Sabre side? Mm. Like, sorry, I just realized I got out of the camera. Like, Eichel's kind of being a little bit of a bitch about it, but, like, the Sabres should just let him get the surgery. I agree. I think at the end of the day, it is his body, but he did sign a contract. I think that to a certain degree, the Sabres maybe are right just because they don't want to risk it. Because if doctors really believed that uh, he needed the surgery, they could have just said it. But so far, they're seem to be pro Sabres and not pro Eichel. But, like, I'm on the Sabres side here. Like, I think Eichel should have played, but they botched this situation so bad. Like, they should have just traded him when he wanted to be traded. Now he's going to, like, sit out the season. He's never going to play for them again. And is that, like, they're not going to get, like, a quarter of what they could have gotten for him if they traded him at the start of the offseason. I I agree 100%. I think that if he were to get, if they wanted to trade him, they would have already done it. Now, it just seems like a lost cause, because if they trade him now, what will they get? Like, a first-round pick and maybe a decent prospect? And besides, if he plays, he can only like possibly play maybe the second half. He's most definitely going to miss the Olympics. So, I just don't get it. Right now, they're going to get nothing. And if they want to get him back on the ice to raise his value first, I don't really see how that's possible, because right. one of them has to agree... And just give up their idea. That's like what I think. You're a Rangers fan, right? Like partly your Caps and no, Rangers fan. My second favorite team. Okay, so 
what do you think the Rangers would be willing to give up for Eichel? Like a first round pick for sure. And then like what prospects? Like it starts with the first. I don't know, like either Morgan Barron or like uh, Braden Schneider. Like, like it's gotten to the point where I don't even want to say Nils Lundqvist. Yeah. Like, and, and he's not even close to being our best prospect. Like, or I guess young player. Taylor Hall might have gotten more return than Jack Eichel will. And you know who got a better return than Taylor Hall at the same deadline? Sam Bennett. I mean, like, Taylor Hall, like, when he was traded to the Coyotes. Oh, when he was traded to the Coyotes? Oh, wasn't there, like, a first and a few prospects involved? It was, in that? It was a first and then a conditional third, which ended up being just a third. And then it was Nick Merkley, Kevin Ball, and Nate Schnarr. Nick Merkley was good this year. He, he was okay, decent. but then they traded him to San Jose. Oh, right, that was Yardo. part of the Ryan Graves trade. No, it wasn't. Mikhail Maltsev went to Colorado for Ryan Graves. Oh, we traded right. Merkley to San Jose for Christian Yaros. Oh, okay. All oh, right, that was that was Maltsev that went to Colorado. Because no, I remember them trading like a pick and one of their good young players for Graves. Because uh, Colorado was going to lose him to Seattle for sure. Yeah, that was Maltsev who got moved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my mistake on that one. Uh. But anyway, I think that if they wanted to get a decent return, I don't see why they had to wait this far. If they traded him like during the playoffs or at the draft or something like that, like what could they have gotten? Let's like, just think about that. like maybe like a Trevor Zegers or like well, I don't think the Ducks were ever willing to give up Zegers. True, but like someone of just the caliber, things. like. Well, yeah, because uh, like when the Eichel rumors first actually started, like I think it was the last off season. When it comes to trading for Eichel, because the Rangers have always been the front runners, everyone was always saying it starts with either Alexi Lafreniere or Capucaco, and if it's the Kings, it starts with Quinton Byfield or Alex Turcott. And now they won't get anywhere close to that. Like as someone who cheers for the Rangers, I definitely don't want to give up Capucaco for Jack Eichel. Yeah, like as a de- like a Devils fan, like I remember, like during the season, hearing like the Devils, if they wanted like, they'd have to give up like Hughes and Heischer, like both of them. Like would have been awful. Yeah, like people were saying that. Like yeah, now, I wouldn't even yeah, give up. Like I don't know, probably wouldn't. Even, I wouldn't even give up Mukhamadulin for him. Like maybe you can flip like Bokvist. Then. Didn't they get him from uh, Chicago? Or am I confusing that with someone? Boquist. We have we have a di- we have a different Boquist. Adam Boquist. Well, that was Columbus. You're thinking of. We have oh. Jes- we have his brother Jesper. Oh, I'm thinking of Columbus, not New Jersey. My bad. Yeah, for we some reason Boquist, that though. Jones was on New Jersey. No, but I think, like I don't know, like Ty Smith. You're definitely not giving him up. No. Not Hughes. Not he sure. Not Sharon Govich. Probably broken yeah. in. But but. But that's for personal reasons. No, like, uh, I mean, they definitely wouldn't give up. Like, Sharon Govich looked really good this season. I think if you had the chance to do Sharon Govich for Eichel, as much as you love him, you'd do it. Oh, no, I would do it if it was just Sharon Govich for Eichel, but, like, Sharon Govich and a first. Okay, well, that's a difference. Like, uh, 
I think that Eichel to Washington does kind of make sense, and I'm not just saying this because I'm a Caps fan. So at first I was thinking, like, we have to give up McMichael because he's our best prospect first, and then maybe, like, a roster player, like, say, I don't know, like a Lars Eller or someone. And then, um, like, right now I'm nowhere close to being willing to give that up. We're not giving up McMichael. Right now my trade, my mock trade is Kuznetsov in a third. Yeah, Kuznetsov I feel like would be a great piece to move to Buffalo for Eichel. Like, they both want new teams. I mean, I feel like Kuznetsov wouldn't want to go to Buffalo, but... I think that the thing with Kuznetsov is just his work ethic. When he's at his best, like we saw during the 2018 playoffs when they won the Cup, we saw what that looks like, and Kuznetsov was amazing there. But last two years, he just hasn't been producing, and uh, I feel like a change of scenery could help him. But once again, I don't know about Buffalo. And I also feel like Eichel would need like a to like go to an actual team to live up to his full potential, like because he has no support in Buffalo. I agree, and I think that in Washington it could kind of make sense. So Backstrom is the first line center now, but I think that with his age, maybe you'd be more comfortable having him as the two C, and then Eichel is the number one. Yo, imagine Eichel Ovechkin. How many goals are they scoring? I don't know. We will. Also, Eichel wouldn't play the whole season, too. So. Well, true, I just mean in the future. Because if you're acquiring Eichel, you're not acquiring him for this season. You're acquiring him for, like, these playoffs and, like, the next season, I think. Honestly, though, I never actually saw how the Rangers would be able to get Eichel. Like, I don't know how they would be able to afford him. Well, yeah, uh, they resigned Shostorkin this year. They had to trade uh, Buchnevich because they, I think they can afford him now. But next year, I think they have to resign Fox. And that's going to hurt. Well, I'm going to so, cap friendly. Yeah, same. So I think, would I be correct in saying that they have to resign Fox or what's. Uh, they do have to resign Fox, yes. Oh. See, that's going to hurt. Like, well, I hear like a bunch of Rangers fans saying, like, oh, they're going to trade him for like. Like, they're not going to want much for him. Like, like, no. I. Oh, sorry, not I go, Adam Fox is going to want a lot of money. Fox is a restricted free agent. And then there are two unrestricted free agents that are like really big. Or Mika Zibanejad and Ryan Strom. They're top two centers. Also, Lafreniere and Kako also need contracts. Both of them? No. Yep. Wait, actually. Kraftov needs a contract. Kako needs a contract. Gurgiev is going to need a contract. Gurgiev too? Damn. Like, Wait, I don't see you... how that team can survive, like... No, Lopernier has one more year. But then after that... Which does... makes me wonder... Who was I looking at? Oh, I was looking at Kratzov, not Lopernier, my yeah. bad. So, who do they need to resign, though, that are, like, big players? Zbanejad? Strom? Strom's gone. Strom's gone? No yeah, way I... they bring back Strom. Yeah. Put, like, heat on this role or something. Yeah. So Zvanichad, Strom's probably gone. And then RFA's Fox, Kraftsov, Lafreniere, and I guess Julian Gauthier, he's a decent prospect. Well, is he a prospect or is he a regular? I mean, Gauthier, they could probably get, like, for cheap. I mean, like, yeah, he really hasn't right. done much. He's not going to want, like, a big... Okay, so, like, let's go over the players who are definitely gone. Strom is gone. Rooney's yeah. gone. Blaze no. probably gone. 
I mean, why is Norapay right now? Is he not? Yeah. Oh but no, they're, they're gonna. They can't actually afford him. Like, he's not actually gonna most likely. Making one point five now. I think that's way too much for a boy. I don't know. Let me pull up his stats. And then maybe I'm like, wrong. But... The Rangers, like GMs, like both Drury and um, who was the other guy, Gorton. Screwed them over with the Kreider and Goodrow and Truba contracts. Like, and then the Lindgren and Nemeth, too. And then they're handing out no-move clauses like it's like fucking candy on Halloween. So, like, I just looked at Sammy Blay. He had 30, 15 points in 36 games. Like, that's really good, right? Like, it's, it's good. But yeah. then if you look at his career... He only has 35 in 119. So this season was an outlier for him. And, uh... Eric Lasher uh, going to break out, me, but... I mean, yeah, but, like, uh, it shows that he's only developing now. And uh, I don't think he'll command much money. But if he does, he's just gone. Yeah. And, like, so, like, let's go over this. Like, how much does the, the Rangers give Zibanejad? It depends how he plays this year, but if he were a restricted free agent, I mean, unrestricted free agent right now, and I had to re-sign him, like, eight and a half, I don't know, something like that. And then, Kako, how much would you give him? Three or four. And then, Fox is gonna, like, look at all the defenseman contracts, like, they're getting, like, nine million dollars. The Truba contract is awful. If and we can with the Kreider contract, who? Kreider contract, the AAV is a bit lower, but it goes on forever. Like, the Rangers had no reason to sign Kreider for that wrong, for that long. Yeah. And Barkley Goodrow for like six years at three point six four million, with a modified no move clause. I really don't get it, and then. Next offseason, they have to re-sign Lafreniere and Heedle and Keandre Miller. And then Morgan Barron, too. I'm not sure if he's actually that good, but... Also, Georgiev is also this year, too. Not sure I mentioned that. Okay, yeah, so let's go over all the players first. So we'll start with Zibanejad. I gave you my number, like 8.5. What do you think? Yeah. Uh, I'm not, like, really, like, maybe, like... Probably somewhere around there. I mean, he's gonna he would command a lot of money if he went to the open market. Ryan Strom, gone. he's gone. But like, if you were to sign him, how much would you give him? Four or five. I really don't watch a lot of Rangers, so he's making four and a half now. I think that's fair. Yeah, and then Sammy Blay, he's probably gone. Yeah, but if just imagine it. Well, he's. Two years from now, so let's not focus on him just yeah, yet. Right. Oh no, he's this year. I mean next. Yeah, Never I'm mind. I'm gonna pull up my calculator on my phone. He's next. Okay, capital cackle. My numbers for about four million. So we said eight point five for for Zabana, Chad. And then I'd say for Strong, did you say four point five or what? Four five. Yeah, I think it was like 4.5. We just agreed on the same deal. Give him 5. You know, I think 5 is fair. Let's just say 4.5 because I already put it into my calculator. Okay, okay. Sammy Blay, 1 mil, something like that. 
Kravtsov? What do you think? I don't know. Like, it depends on how he plays this year because he's didn't he just like make his debut last year? Like, he, they might go for a bridge deal, but that's not gonna like that's only gonna get him like two years. Okay, let's see his stats. So he played only twenty games this year, and he had four points. I don't know if he plays full time in the NHL this year, then uh, then we'll see. But I like think maybe like two million, just like on a bridge deal. That's how he plays. If we were to sign him right now, there's no way I'm giving him like above one million. How but, many points did he produce this year? He got four points in twenty games. So that's about a point every five games. Yeah. So uh, I think that if we were to sign him like right now, we definitely would give him like nine hundred grand at most, like nine fifty, something like that, nine twenty-five. Like, I don't know. Let's say like Bridge deal. He does pretty good this year, right? Fitting into his new NHL rule, one point five million on a two-year Bridge deal, right? Is that sure. fair? I think I think he can produce. Based so on one point five on a two-year Bridge deal. Okay. Next, we got Capo Caco. Now he can like he's getting it at least six million, right? I said I think like five or like I don't know. It depends once again how he plays this year because I think that in his rookie year he didn't produce much offense and he was awful defensively. But I feel like this year he was a pretty decent defensive forward. So I think that he can get like five or like something like that. It depends how he produces in terms of points this year. Because so like, let's say like five, five and a half. Maybe let me look up his uh, stats so far. So he's played a hundred and fourteen games. Wow! Wow! He's already played a hundred fourteen games, and he only has forty points. So that's about just under a point every three games. So maybe five and a half. I think like because I mean he's still really young. The Rangers are still gonna want to keep him. Like yeah, for sure. So I would five and a half. Five and a half, sure. I Julian Gauthier. Now Julian Gauthier. I don't even know if he's any good. Is he any good? He's How a much? good player, but he hasn't proven anything yet. Let me look it up. If he, maybe I'm wrong. Here, I mean, Julian probably sign like a nine hundred dice, like a nine hundred k bridge, like a nine hundred k bridge deal or some shit like that. Not too much. So he has eleven points in forty seven games. Uh it's all right. I guess like, like let's just say it's like a nine hundred thousand dollar bridge deal. Do you think he signs one way or two way? Probably two way. I would agree. Let's say nine hundred k. Nine twenty-five. I don't know, something like that. Nine hundred. Okay. Kevin Rooney, he's probably gone, but like Weekman, seven fifty. Wasn't he really good for you guys this year, though? Like better than average, Kevin Rooney. Like I know he was way better than he was with the Devils. Well, let's see here. So this year he had fourteen points in fifty-four games. It's not that bad for like a fourth liner. Okay, we can give him 900 grand, something like that. Yes, let's give him the same. Yeah, yeah. Points per game, he was way better than in the rest of his career. And now we move on to the big one, I think, right? We're on to Adam Fox. I think he gets 9 million. 
at least. I mean, if he puts up another Norris season, like yeah, you he might be looking at like Norris. ten million dollars. Yo, I didn't notice just how screwed the Rangers cap situation is until now. Yeah, like I've been saying it for like a while. Like the Rangers are done. Like, like people say, like, oh, this team's gonna be so good, like in the future. Like, no, they can't afford any of their players. That Jacob Truba contract is bad. Like, like they're gonna have to find a way to move like Truba and Cryer, and they're gonna have to convince them that it's worth it to move because they have no move clauses, like full no move. And also, uh, I think it's a little less now, but they used to have so much money on dead cap. How much? They have four million this year on dead cap, and then next year it's about a three point five, a little less than that. From buying out Henrik Lundqvist, Kevin Shattenkirk, Tony D'Angelo, Danger. Oh, also, you do Georgiev too. How much does Georgiev get? Because you need a backup goalie. You do. Uh, I mean, I guess can you trust Keith Kincaid there? But then you gotta I mean, get I mean, him. Kincaid's not that bad as a backup. Like he's reliable. He can 10, 15 games a year. Yeah, I mean, we could pull up the rain. We could pull up the armchair GM for the Rangers and just do that right now. Just show them. Like, actually yeah. show them how bad it is. Okay, yeah, you want to pull that up? Or yeah, I... I'll pull it up and just put it on the screen. Yeah, because you're... Streaming. Okay, yeah. All right, so let's let's go to 23-24, right? Say the cap goes up by $3 million by then. Three, two, three million million. Is that, like, reasonable inflation for the cap? Think that's good? Yeah, I would agree. Let, let's go two million dollars. So let's go for their twenty-three. Shit, I can't spell today. Okay, so let me just pull this up here. Okay. You see it? Uh, not it should yeah, be a little bit delayed, but yeah, yeah, I'll wait a little. So right now you're creating what the armchair GM thing? Yes. I'm just gonna put it right there in the middle. Not might be a little too small, but I'm really not sure how to do this without making it too small. We'll figure that out for the next episode, but like how to like show stuff without ruining the screen, but... Yeah, I don't think it's... Oh, wait, there's something. Yep, I see it. Just tell me if it's... Is that good? Okay. Size-wise? Yeah, it looks good. Okay, uh, so... Actually, we're looking at 2023-20... We're looking at the 2023-24 season. The, cal the salary cap is $82.5 million, right? Here's all the players they still have to work with that aren't, like, unsigned. So let's move on to their offer sheets. One second. Can you make it a bit bigger? Uh, sure. Okay, Show ooh, it's whatever. actually real time for me, so that's good. What? It's close to real time for me, so that's good. 
not try to make this any bigger without cutting off our heads, but unless give me a second, hold on. It's good now. It's good now. Okay. So let's just go to Rangers. Let's go to like the bigger players. Just search by points. Adam Fox. Let's go over his possible contract. You're the Rangers fan, so I'm gonna listen to your opinions. Okay, I'm honored. How much does Fox get? Well, I'd say given the way he's played, I can't see him getting anything less than nine or nine and a half. I'd say give him like 9.3. 9.3, I think that's... Yes, it's 9.3, okay. Then over what term? The way the Rangers sign it, they're probably going to give him eight years, but I wouldn't do that. Let's say seven. Okay. So now they have Adam Fox on their defense. Just put him up in the top pair right next to $8 million Jacob Truba. That's a $17 million first pair. The Rangers are already looking at $17 million plus about like $11 million. A $28 million starting lineup, and they're still missing a center and a right wing. So let's go over to the next biggest player will, will most likely be, where is he, Lafreniere. How much is Lafreniere getting? It depends how he plays this year, but, and he still has two more, so it depends how he Say plays. he breaks out and gets 60 points this year. And then the next he gets 65, I suppose. Yeah. Give him like six, 6.5. Oh, we'll say six. $6 million for the number one overall pick. No way he gets less than seven. Once again, it depends how he plays. If he plays the way that he did this season, that's a different story, but... Like, he's me, probably going to put up, like, that... what, 60 points next year? Like, 55, 60? Oh, it's hard to speculate, but if he does, well, maybe, like, a 6.5. Let's say something. he puts up the same around the same stat line as Jack Hughes would have. How many right, points did Hughes have this year? He had... Here, should I look that up? 31 points. In all 56, 56 games? 56 games, yes. Actually, I should probably use my phone because I really... So 31 points in 56 games for Hughes. So, hold on. 31 divided by 56. Times 82. He was on pace for 45 points this year, so that's actually not as much as I thought, but... But still. Because if Lafreniere wants to stay, he's a number one overall pick. He's going to get money elsewhere. Even though he's an RFA, he can hold out and... Force the Rangers' hand. I just realized I'm on uh, this right now. Well, let's see. This year he had 21 points in 56 games. So uh, let me calculate what that would be over an 82-game season if he continues the production he does now, which I think it will get better. But let's see. So it says 30 points, roughly. 
I mean, if he continues like this, he's getting like let's say nothing. he puts up fifteen more points next year, and then like fifteen the season after that. That would be sixty points in the final year. For me, how I like to calculate contracts is: for every ten points you put up, you get a million, and then maybe you add things on for like good leader, defensively responsible, things like that. So if you score or sixty, like number one overall pick that they need to keep happy to stay in the city. Okay, well, it also really depends on his performance because if he's not performing like a number one overall pick, he shouldn't get paid like a number one overall pick. Hold on, wait. Okay, now. All right, so like I said, the Rangers, they look to be kind of screwed. I mean, if they have to pay Lafreniere, like what are you saying, over $7 million? Probably $7 million, right? Yeah. I I would think so, but like if he wants this, if they want to keep him there long term, he's gonna get seven million at least. Like let's just say he gets seven, right? I mean, I guess you could put seven just to be safe. Seven million so, over. Let's see, signed long term, seven million. Okay, that's a fair contract, right? Risk reward kind of thing. He can could pay out. I would say so. See, this is why, uh, one sec, this is why I love podcasts, because see how we were talking about Jack Eichel needing neck surgery, and now we're talking about the Rangers cap situation. This is what I love about podcasts. You can go so off topic and have such a fun conversation. This is why I wanted to start one. Yeah, like one thing, like, will lead to another. Like, like, I didn't even, like, I just said, like, the Rangers can't afford him, then we got all the way over to this. This is awesome, and, right? Yeah. Okay, so let's go back. So Capo Caco. Five point five. Or or five. I'd say since we did a bit too much on Lafreniere, let's do a little lower on Caco. Give him five. Five million. I should make sure it's five million. That's six hundred thousand. So we need to add a couple one more zero. Okay. Uh who's next? Keandre Miller. Let's say they give him two years, five million. Andre, or which one's more important, Heedle or Miller? I'd say equally, but I guess I guess Keandre Miller is more important. I'd say. Well, let's just check out how much space we have left now. Okay. Where do I see that? Uh, there we go. Cap is sixty-three million dollars. We have twenty million dollars left of space. We don't have a single center signed. And we're missing no, we two. Signed Zibanejad, right? What? Did we sign Zabanachad or is that not included? Uh, we should probably actually get back to him too. Sign no, did we say we said eight and a half for him, right? Yes, we did. All right. So Mika Zabanachad. For like six years, right? That's fair. Okay. So now we're down to $10 million in space. Okay, and who else do we need to sign? We need to sign Miller and Heedle, are probably the only two other RFAs you can really afford. And Georgiev. Paying for anyone else. No, Gorgiev is gone. Okay. No way you get him back. So let's okay. go. Where is he? John for Miller, I think like three, three and a half. Kratzov, too. Okay, we'll give Kratzov two. Let's let's be kind and give Miller three million because that's okay. Give Miller three, and then Hito. I guess you can give him three as well. 
I mean, Hito's going to play a second line minutes, most likely, so. But he hasn't performed so far. Yeah. So. Maybe sign Hito to a bridge. And then now we need to go to Kratzov. What did we say? Like one and a half? Yeah, 1.75. Let's say that. Look. Okay, so uh, how much more cap space do we have now? Three and a half million dollars. And who do we need to sign? Um, you need to sign a backup goalie, a third center, a, and a fourth we have, line. We have Keith Kincaid. No, you don't. His contract expired. Then how much will he cost realistically? Let's go to backup goalie, Keith Kincaid, right? No, let's just give well, him let's, le let's give him league minimum. Or like let's okay. give him like eight hundred thousand dollars. Okay. Sucks. Look. Okay, now here's your goalie tandem. It's gonna be Shisterkin and Kincaid. Yeah. Two million dollars well, left. If Georgiev's an RFA, we can trade him and then get something in return. Maybe just trade him and. Goodrow, just both of them. Yo, yeah, should we try to make an, an armchair GM team? Just make some trades? I mean, if we're going to make an armchair GM team, we probably shouldn't do it with his team, but... Let's finish this off, then we can do like a complete... Let's find like a random team and just do an ar like a armchair GM for them. Just yeah, and also... Uh... So we need to figure out a way to get rid of Barkley Goodrow. I don't think it really matters which team we trade him to because it's just a virtual simulation. Like, how much do you think they can get for Goodrow on his contract? Uh, I don't know. Let's say, like, like... Fifth or a fourth? Because he's on a horrible contract. Yeah. Uh, like, I play as... Right now, in franchise mode, I'm the Rangers. Like, I completely rebuilt that team. But I guess... No, I had the roster before the offseason, so I guess, like, I didn't have good draw. I still had Buchnevich. Let's so. say Edmonton takes him for a fifth. Fifth round pick. Right? Yeah. I mean, ideally, we trade Truba, but you'd have I, to throw him like, a second or a first. Even. No, you can't trade Truba. He's on a... Oh, he's on a... Well, cool. we all know what that means. It just means you choose where you go to. If you trade him to, like, I don't know, give me a team that has cap space and is competing. Has cap space for Truba. They're like not, not going to get a cap space and competing team that both have $8 million for a useless defenseman. and Truba's not useless, though. But if you're going to pay $8 million for a defenseman and you're a competing team, you're going to want, like, a top... Like, Dougie Hamilton's getting $9 million, right? Wouldn't you rather have, like, just signed him instead of trading for Truba? Yeah, I would. Like, let's, like, hold on a second. Like, in tab here. in franchise mode, I believe I traded him and I threw in a second for Jared Spurgeon. But in real life, there's no way that happens. Spurgeon's so much better than Truba. Like, next season. Let, let's see. Like, 2023-24. Let's see. Who's going to be a D-man that's going to be a free agent, right? Matt Dumba. Like, who would you rather have? Matt Dumba for, like, Probably like one or two million dollars less, or Jacob Truba. 
it was a it's a god awful contract. If Truba can rebound, then it looks better. But like if he can be what he was in Winnipeg, it'll be so much better for the Rangers. Here's also the 2022. Like Chris Letang is going to possibly be a free agent, right? I mean, he's old, so I think but, he's staying in Pittsburgh, though. Yeah, no, he doesn't retire as a Penguin, but let's go here. Like Jack Johnson, you could have Jack Johnson as your first parent D man. Like, who wouldn't want that? I'm afraid that not a lot of teams will have enough cap space for a $12 million player. $12 million player. Hawaii. Do you think that's a low ball? For Johnson? Yeah. You're going to have to give up your entire like cap space for him. Yeah, probably. That's the defensive game. Back to the GM. Okay, so... Like, who do you really think is going to... Like, want to take Truba at $8 million? Benham to Buffalo, along with the second-round pick for future considerations. I don't know. Like, Mackenzie Weger, you could have Mackenzie... Like, Mackenzie Weger is way better than... Wait, what, who does Buffalo have? Like they have cap space, but that's it. Let's take a look at who Buffalo. Hey, why would why would Jacob Truba want to go to Buffalo? All right, he has the no movement clause. Like no one's gonna want to take him on unless they're getting significant payment. Where's, Maybe a buyout. Where's Truba from? We could I try think... buying him out. Let's see. Let's see what happens if we buy him out. I think Truba's from Michigan, if I'm not mistaken. Let's so see Detroit. What if we buy him out. Yep, he's from Rochester, Michigan. So Detroit. Maybe Detroit's trying to come out of the rebuild. Well, then maybe you Let's get him at him 50% retained. What if you trade him at 50% retained to Detroit and in exchange you can maybe get, like, I don't know, hey, Troy's if you buy him out, that will cost you $2 million a year. Then $4 million for those two. So it's still a lot of dead space. Yeah, and the Rangers already have a lot of buyouts with Lundqvist, Girardi, D'Angelo, well, Shattenkirk. So that, leave, that brings you $11 million now. That did free up a lot of cap space. $11 million? Yeah, but then don't forget that's an extra two million next the next two years. Then uh-huh. say they also want to buy out Chris Kreider because that contract's gonna look awful. Well, it's not buy out Kreider yet. And wait, Truba, there are replacements for him. Like suppose we have uh, Weber Hayek, he's ready to step in. Knows Lundqvist. Wait, so uh, the armchair GM, are we doing that with the Rangers, or are you still wanting a different team after this? Let's just do it with a random team. Okay. So then we'll, f- we'll finish figuring out this Rangers situation, then we'll do a random team. Yes. Okay, so we need a okay. third center. Uh, I don't know, man. Maybe... Let's see. Who's oh, let's see. What year is this? What year is this? Let's yeah, see here, some... Let me just pull up right here. What year is this? 2030. 2030? 2030, sorry. 
2023. Okay, let's check unrestricted free agents. Let's in say Colin Blackwell comes back, right? He could be like what a fourth or a third. Right. Hello. Okay. Um, 2023 uh, in the 2023 offseason. Let's see. I'm scrolling a bit down. Nazem Kadri. Maybe him, but. Oh, wait. No, I think this is 2021. This is much easier. Just check my screen. Like, look. These are going to be the players that you might be able to afford. Uh, let me see. Okay, Joe Thornton's gonna retire by then. Eric Sam Gagne, gone. Sam Gagne, that's like a fourth line center, maybe. Max uh, Domi, maybe. Third line. Domi's player. interesting. Yo, I would not hate Domi on the Rangers, playing third line center at a relatively cheap deal. He bounces Andrew back. Pop put up forty-one points in sixty-three games this year. No, that's know. not possible. I'm confused too. Maybe a Jeff. No, Jeff Carter's going to be retired. So is Spezza. What about Chris Tierney? That's a fourth line center, though. Let's say they go with um, Max Domi, right? Three, four million dollars. Uh, okay. So let's say he gets 3.5 on the Rangers. So now you're down to 8 million in cap space. And uh, what else needs to be filled out? You need your third left wing. Uh, I guess... Wait, is Brayden Schneider a forward or a defenseman? Defenseman. Actually, you do have okay. some, like maybe a Brendan Ottman or something. What about uh, what's the Morgan the third pairing? D what about Morgan Barron? Morgan Barron should be in the NHL by then. Isn't Barron a D man? Wait, is he? Let me check. Oh, we we we, we do still have actually some restricted free agents we can sign. No, Barron's a center. Oh, we do have some restricted free agents we can still sign though. So. But, no, but in terms of defense, we have a lot of young defensemen. Let's so losing Morgan Barron at like what one point five? No, he'll be on his ELC. So like nine hundred no, grand. Won't. His contract's expired by then. He already signed his ELC. Yeah. Damn. When did this happen? But I don't know. It depends on how he plays. But like one point two. A bunch of reserve players. If you want to use them that haven't signed deals yet. Actually, maybe Dylan Garand plays your backup goalie. You could have, like, Dylan Garand playing backup goalie. I think he was drafted in the fourth round, so he might be developed enough by then. We could try that. Here, why don't I see Morgan Barron here? Oh, wait, no, there he is. He expires in 23-24, so he's coming. have a goalie named Olaf Lindbaum, who you drafted in the second round in 2018. I do not see him. 
I see we got Keith Kincaid, we got Tyler Wall, and we got Adam Huska. I've heard of all three of them. Kincaid, obviously, know a bit yeah, better. I'm, I'm looking at your reserve players right now, the ones who haven't signed your ELCs yet. Your check oh, my screen. We he drafted a goalie in the second round. Well, then he better be playing. What he year? He was drafted in 2018, so. I mean, give him a few years. By 2023, he'll be drafted five years ago. So he'll be like 24. I think that's a little young for a goalie. Maybe as a backup goalie. Like, Shesterkin was drafted in 2014. Shesterkin was also stuck in Russia, though. True, but... uh. I took if uh, if he was drafted in 2014 and he made his debut in 2020, so it took him around six years. I think that's the perfect amount. Anything? Also, what round was Shesterkin drafted in? Wasn't it the fourth or the fifth? Because this goalie was drafted in the second round, so that means they're really high on him. Well, I don't know. Rangers cap situation not looking great. Andreas is watching this. All right, so let's go back to the Rangers RFAs. Okay, so let's say they try to bring back, I don't know, a Morgan Barron to play center. How much does he get? 1.5, 1.2. 1.5. Let's say, let's put the difference 1.35. Okay. He's going to be, what, your fourth-line center, or? I guess, like, a third-line winger. Okay. No, he shouldn't be a Kreider. And then, let's say you get Brennan Ottman to play your defense, right? We have so many better options. We got Ryan Wingren. Uh, oh, no, Wingren's in the lineup. I mean, Libor Hayek. We got Zach Jones. We got Matthew Robertson. And we got Braden Schneider. You guys are going to bring back Zach Jones, but how much does Zach Jones get? He hasn't played yet. I don't know. He did. He got ten, he got four points in ten games, which really isn't that bad for a defenseman. Well, it's a really small sample size. I think he needs, like, at least... I don't know if he plays the next year in the NHL or in the AHL. Let's see. When was he drafted and how old He's he 20 was years he? old, so... Okay, that's a little young. And he was drafted 68th overall, third round pick in 2019. I don't think we should rush him. I mean, he put up four points in 10 games, in his first 10 games, so that's pretty good. And I'm pretty sure I witnessed one of his points in person. Let's let's say he gets 1.75 on a bridge, because that's a really good point total for a rookie to like a first 10-game defenseman. Okay. Okay. 1.75 on a two-year bridge. Okay. And also, I uh, this is a little off topic, but I'll add. So we were talking about Morgan Barron. I just remembered that I witnessed his first NHL goal in person. Really? Yeah. Oh. Uh, it was at the Rangers Capital Six Fights game. I was there. You got to go to that game. That's awesome. Yes, and I got the tickets before, like the game before that happened. I bet the price went skyrocket high after it happened, yeah. but I, I got at, it. I was at the Devils um, with the game where Ovechkin scored 700, and like oh, I won the tickets for free. Yeah, 
for some reason, I've seen the Capitals a lot in person. So at one point, I was just like, nah, I'd just rather watch other teams in person because I've already seen them. And the two games that I got offered to go to and that I said no to was the Ovechkin 700 goal one and the game where Mika Zibanejad scored five goals. Yikes. I know. So, uh, but at least this year, a bit of reduction, I got to witness a very good game. Yeah. Okay, so let's go back. Sammy Blay, do you keep him? I mean, he could be a decent, like, fourth-line winger. Sure. Give him, I don't know, like, one point. Just one. One point one. One point. Sure. And then your fourth line center, who do you want that to be? Uh, so who do we already have in? Okay, so Morgan Barron's already in. Uh, is Sammy Blay in? No, he's yeah, not. we just signed him. Okay, uh, let's go look at the UFAs. I'm sure we can get two... Like a fourth decent fourth-line center. I'm sure we could get two fourth-liners. Can we get, like, a Chris Tierney? Or, like, uh, I don't know, who were we looking at before Maybe that? Ivan Barbashev? Barbashev's going to be expensive, because isn't he young? He's 25, but he's also really not that good. He had a good year, or was that Robert Thomas that I'm confusing? He put up 13 points in 42 games, not the greatest. Put up 13, then I think I'm confusing him with uh, Thomas. Here, uh, let me see. St. Louis Blues. Maybe like a Pierre Edward Belmar. He's all right. Or a Definitely. Luke Glenn Denning. Glenn Denning's a very good face-off guy. I'd say that's a good option. Let's say Glenn Denning at 1.1 or 1.2, 1.25. I mean, he's going to be a veteran presence, $1.25 million for Glenn Denning. So that's your entire lineup, filled out with $1.8 million left of cap space. Okay, can you read the lines? So top line is going to be Panarin, Zabenejad, and Lafoniere. Second line will be Kreider, Hedl, and Kako. Third will be Baron, Domi, and Kratzov. Fourth will be Ottman, Glenn Denning, and Blay. Then the D pairings will be Miller, Fox, Lindgren, Lundqvist, Jones, Nemeth. And then goal, Shostarkin, and Kincaid. Kincaid. I mean, you have enough money where you could sign a backup. Like for a one-year cheap deal, though. Can't be too long. Yeah, like a $1.8 million backup. That can definitely happen. Like, let's say you can find a cheap backup. Like, right? Maybe, um... Scroll the games played. Um, Jake Allen. I think way too much. No way you get Allen, but I think you get like a very like an older one so that he can maybe help out. Scott Wedgwood. Uh, maybe he's too bad, but I mean Wedgwood wasn't that bad with New Jersey. Isn't Wedgwood also young or is he old? He's twenty nine. He's like middle. So for a goaltender, that's still. Yeah. Not too old. Maybe like a Pavel Franceau or something. Yeah. Uh, what about Jonathan Bernier? Is he going to be up by then? Bernier got four and a half million last year. I don't think they... I know, but 
he's I don't know. Uh, I mean, Bernier was also really good. Like he was like really good for Detroit, but something tells me that in Jersey he won't be as good as he was with the Red Wings. I mean, maybe you get like I don't know, like Casey DeSmith. Yeah, I was thinking Malcolm Subban is also an option. Subban's not bad. Let's say you give Subban like one point two five. Okay, yeah, like a, maybe Brassois. Laurent Brassois could could be decent. But well, so I'm Malcolm just... Subban's younger than Brassois, so maybe you would. No, I, I'm trying to get a veteran. Anthony Stolarz, Craig Anderson's like Craig Anderson's forty. Yep, and he's uh, going to be a starting goalie with the Buffalo Sabers. So probably you probably best off going like a Malcolm Subban for like one point two five, right? Probably. So let's give Malcolm Subban that contract over one year. Then you put Kincaid in the skur and the non roster. And let's I think this team is good, right? Any moves you might want to make? I like it, honestly. It's not bad. With one point three five, let's look at the long term outlook. Yeah. Honestly, I'd say it's pretty solid. Now, you want to hear the team that I vote in NHL 21 franchise mode? NHL 21 franchise mode is so unrealistic. I mean... Well, yeah, I mean, sometimes some of the trades are quite Actually, unreal. you know what? Look at the long-term outlook. The Rangers are going to have $35 million in free space in 25-26. Granted, it's still like five years away, but... Who expires then? Um, wait, no, that's because Kako, Kratsov, Baron, and Heedle, and Tha, and sorry, and Miller and Jones all retire, or not retire, expire. So yeah, then they're gonna want big contracts. So the Rangers, plus don't forget, with the uh, Truba buyout, it goes up four point two for two years over there. But the cap's also going up, so True. those two million get canceled out. So I mean, the Rangers' cap situation is going to be pretty bad for them. Like, yeah, but the team built, the team that we built is honestly pretty solid, and any championship caliber team is tight on cap space. True, but like, what are the odds that that um Drury actually does the right thing? Like, like look at all the bad contracts he's made in his first off season. Honestly, I did not get the Gorton firing. I know that, like, after Wilson, uh, you know, beat up Panarin, uh, who's the owner of the Rangers? Uh, I believe it's... Is it James Dolan? I think that's his name. I think. It's like something Nolan. Yeah, so uh, I know that none of, like, the people in, like, the management group supported him because, like, he wrote, like, a statement out. And that's why I think everyone got fired. But if they kept Gorton... I actually liked him. I don't think that he would have done as bad of a job as Drury. So, so you want to still do that? Like, we can probably like end this off with like I don't think a random ar- team ar- armchair GM. Yeah, sure. Let's just completely rebuild the team, trade uh, Sidney Crosby for Alex Ovechkin, and uh... like we'll have to be realistic. But okay, all right. So... I mean, I just wanted to have some fun with it, but I guess we can be a little more realistic. So we're about an hour in. I say, yeah, I say we do the 
armchair let's pick like a, let's pull up a random nhl team here hold on let's pull this up ready okay i got the nhl team randomizer no i'm gonna do it on like on the stream so people can see and it doesn't seem biased okay wait you want me to send you the link i found uh no i found a link that should work okay okay so let's just pull this up here so let's do that hockey ready spin the wheel and we will be rebuilding the philadelphia flyers okay they got some bad contracts so this this should be gonna be fun yeah okay we'll start rasmus versus the line in all right, let's first have to pull up a team. Like, give me a second. So okay. We're pull up the long term. We're gonna do long term outlook again. Twenty three, twenty four. You want to do long term outlook, or just suppose let's do, you're let's just gambling. do long term. You know, long term is more fun because you get to predict their contracts. No, but the what if we just try is bad? Okay, wait. Streams a bit up. behind, but once I see it. I'm ready. Like, they have, like, a lot of players. Actually, some of their players signed long-term aren't that bad, I mean. I know they traded Voracek and his contract to expire soon, but when does Atkinson ex- expire? At- Atkinson expires two years after the 2023-25 season. Damn, so he signed long-term. So you see where it says, like, expires soon, which is... I'm not sure if you could see it, but you see where it says, like, minus, like, number... Yeah. I think that's how much term they have left on their deal. So they have six forwards, two defensemen. No, that can't and... be right. Because then, no way Couturier, Couturier has seven million left after. I don't know what it means. I don't know. I don't understand. I this extension recently. Let's so just yes, rebuild the team. So Farabee and Couturier will all be on the top line. Probably connect me as well. Wait, is Giroux expired? Yes. Wow. No, 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 you, gotta list, right? you gotta resign the captain. Do we though? I mean he's old. Cam okay, York. Cam York's gonna play, right? Cam York should play. He's gonna get like what, one and a half million, maybe two? I'm not really would good his, with gauging contracts, so would his ELC be up by then? Yes. Okay, then I'd say if he plays, he'll be really good. So, like, like two say two mil. mil. Yeah, two mil. Let's say he gets two. Again, okay. I'm not really that good on gauging contracts, so. Well, I mean, I'd say I'm all right, but it's hard when they haven't played. Yeah. Then let's say, let's, where is he? Um, where was it? Who was Who was I looking at that had to be resigned? I hate when that happens. Um. Morgan Frost. There we go. Wait, no. Morgan Frost, isn't it? He sucks. Nick Ove Kubel. Alright. We can sign him. Let's say Kubel gets 1.25. Again, not the best at judging futures, so... And then we also need to possibly bring back um, 
What's his name? Oscar Lindblom. Uh, yeah. You can bring him back. Since he's he's an good. RFA, he gets at least $3 million, right? I would say so. No, because uh, like, can't they not be cheaper than $3 million? Sorry, sit than their contract? If they're a UFA? Yeah. yeah. Sorry, RFA, not UFA. He's not a UFA. I have not heard of that. I think. Let's say well, let's say they give him three million again, right? Okay. Yeah. Oh, did you resign Giroux yet? No. We should probably okay. like, figure out everything else before we worry about like Giroux. I feel like you got to resign the captain. He's not. But Katoria Katoria is going to be the captain. Let's be realistic here. Yeah. Katoria should be the captain. They really don't have any good. Wait, Bobby Brink, Atkins actually. Good? Bobby Brink's pretty good. They're probably, he's probably going to play. He Brink's really good. Let's say that he gets the max... He gets the max possible rookie contract, or ELC. Okay. It's 9.25 for three years. Bobby Brink. He plays on the third line. And we're just filling it out, like, just, like, with a rough template right now. We're not actually, like, this isn't going to be the full roster. We're just right. building it for, so to figure out how much cap space we have left and stuff, you know? Morgan yep. Frost, he gets a million. Because I'm pretty sure Frost is decent. No, he gets 900,000, because he hasn't really played Right. You want to make some trades as well? Well, let's let's just fill out the frame first of the team. Then, like, figure out how much space we have left after we bring back all like the essentials and stuff. I think that should be all the players that we need to bring back. Actually, Wade Allison probably needs to come back too. With like, he put he was half a point a game. That's pretty good. Wade Allison. Here, I just looked up uh, players born in like uh, Pennsylvania, and just cause just to see like what free agents could potentially be interested, we got Vinny Trocheck, Brandon Saad. So in terms of free agents, I think they can also have some good options. True, but well, let's, let's, go, let's out. say Wade Allison gets one point five. Again, not the best at judging prices of futures and stuff, but. It's tough because they haven't played. Yeah. Hard to figure out. I mean, he played, but like it's a really small sample size. Oh, well, yeah. They can put up 90 points or two points. We don't so, know. So, I mean, here's the basic frame of the team. You see it? Now we have $21 million left. Uh, did you sign Morgan Frost yet? Yes. 900000 Okay. And what about... Uh... Oh, wait, no, I'm confusing him with someone else. Okay, so we need one more winger and oh, three more defensemen, right? We could probably just bring on one of these guys, like an Isaac Ratcliffe or something like that. Sure. Let's say we get Ratcliffe at 975. Okay. Oh, they have Tyson Forrester? Yeah. 
he might be ready for the NHL by then. He was like a late first in twenty twenty. Scratches like or like, I mean, like he can play games for them. He like second in the next three years. Probably we could put him over like I don't like a Morgan Freeman or something. Morgan Freeman, Morgan Frost. Oh, yeah. Wait, is Frost a forward or a defenseman? Forward. Okay, so right. is he on? Um, now we need three more defensemen. We got one in Tyson Forster, I think. Yes. He, right. He's a defenseman. Demon. Wait, is Forster? I, I feel like you can put him on the in the lineup. Yeah, I put him in the fourth tenor. So let's look at D-men based on games played last year. Actually, no points is probably a better gauge, but... I don't know, maybe they want to bring on, like, a Mackenzie Weger or you know, you know who would be perfect for the Flyers? Matias oh. Ekholm. Oh, yeah. He just looks like a Flyer, you know? Mm-hmm. Let's say they give him five... You know who looks like a Flyer? Ryan Ellis. That's why they got him. Like, let's say he gets four and a half, right? That's what he's making now, right? Or is he making, like, he's three and a half? 3.75. That's a steal. That's a steal for Matias. Let's say they get him at five, right? 4.5. I feel like he will decline a bit. Yeah, four five. All right, four five or four years, right? Okay. So he'll play on the second pairing behind Provorov and Ellis. He'll play with Cam York. That's a really good team. Yeah. Although I have to say, from what it looks like now, the Rangers might be better. Don't forget though, the Rangers after. Because remember, we were on the Rangers here. Let's let's pull the Rangers back up. Hold on, I have to say something. Wait, and how much cap space do the Flyers have? Um, the Flyers still have sixteen million. Okay, but like if you look like, at like the lineup, like there's no like stars that are look making. Look at the Rangers, money. right? Kratzov is gonna want more money. Heedle's probably gonna want more money. Kako definitely gonna want more money. Yeah, like, probably. But but Panarin, at least they have Panarin's contract will be expiring. At least they have more good players. I mean, the Rangers have, like, what, like a four or five-year span to operate. I would say so. Then, like, Lundqvist and Miller are going to expire. Chesterkin. I mean, a couple of those guys are going to want more money, you know? Also, the Rangers are screwed a bit because they're in a very tough division. And then also, don't forget, if we if we actually go through the Truba buyout, his his cap per season will go up by two million for the twenty five and twenty six season. Yeah, that's tough. Okay, so let's finish off the Flyers. Okay, do we need a backup goalie and who else? We need a backup goalie and two defensemen just to fill out the first like part of it. Let's say as their third pair of even, they bring on um they bring on Radko Gudis. He used to play for the Flyers. They bring on Gudis at one point five, right? Maybe okay. Two. He's getting th- two and a half now, so let's say one point five. Yeah, we can also make trades if we have a lot yeah. of caps left. So one point five for Gudis, and then Will Butcher. Uh, I think we can. 
Fusick a really good bottom pairing defenseman. I mean, Will Butcher's still young, though, so. You get like oh, uh, Zub. No, to a well, not like a Troy Stetcher. Or like a Colin Miller. Let's say he they get Stetcher at two million. Okay. That's fair. He's pretty underrated. So now that they're they're like we still need the backup goalie part, but we can get Jones will expire, but he's not gonna be good anyway. Jake Allen. First perfect first person actually. Sure. He could definitely work, and that sucks. Let me just make sure there's no one else who could also be good. Maybe like a Casey to Smith too. Yeah, I think Allen's better. Yeah. And then for as far as contract, he can give him like what three million. He's 30. making like four now. Let's say two. Because he's also well, he's also gonna be thirty-four at the time. So let's say two and a half. It, it depends how he plays. Let's just give him three to be safe. 2.75. Deal. It's, it's like I'm his so, agent negotiating a bigger contract. Nine. Ten, they have about 10 million in cap space after like the main part of their roster. So now let's go through and like make some trades and stuff. Figure out like what yeah, can be improved. I just want to add uh, Jake Allen, if you're listening to this and you need a new agent, I'm always here. Okay, so I mean Scott Lawton really that probably shouldn't be that high. And Kevin Hayes too. Is Hayes still on this roster? Yeah, do we want to buy out Hayes or he's a no. modified no move? I feel like uh how much more cap space do we have? If we get rid of, if we get rid of Hayes, we can clear seven million, so we have ten million now, but don't forget Hayes is going to be how old in twenty, twenty three, twenty four. Well, how much more cap space do we have left before buying out Hayes? Well, we would have about ten million. I feel like just by making but like, trades, you don't you don't want like a seven and a half million dollar second line, a seven and a half million dollar old, probably not going to be that good center. Like yeah, that entire also, second line should be improved. Same with Cam Atkinson. We could buy both shit. of them out. I don't know. Uh, let's see. Do you think we can trade him along with the sweetener? You maybe like throw in like, I don't know, like a third or a fourth plus Kevin Hayes. And then getting back, and then to get back like Future a fourth line center. I think we could get a fourth line center. Like he still will be a decent point producer. Let's say he wants Detroit. Let's say Detroit is not on his list. Actually, um, on. Let's go to Detroit. Okay, let me pull up their cap friendly. They really don't have a lot of players actually signed though, so. Because what? don't forget, we're into the future. Both Kevin Hayes and a second for Michael Rasmussen. 
is Rasmussen still signed at this point? He is. Yep. He's in RFA in 24 Do we want to give up the second, though? Because they only have one more second for the next two years. Uh, What about a third and a fifth? Third and a fourth. Third and 2022, a fourth in 2023. Okay. That's fair. And then Kevin Hayes. And then going back the other way would be Michael Rasmussen. Submit trade. And now we have a Michael Rasmussen on the fourth. But now we need to improve that second line because that is not a good second line. Who do we have on that one? We need to get rid of Scott Lawton too. Probably. No, I don't think. He's decent. But like, he shouldn't be a second line player. We'll put him down to the third line, and we'll use our cap space to get yeah, better players. Line. Let's move Isaac Ratcliffe just to non-roster, and then let's 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 see who's available in free agency. Make some good trades. Like let's, yeah, let's, let's upgrade. See available in free agency too, though. Like let's. Okay, like say we, we have Lauren is like a second line, like a Nino Niederreiter. We can trade for some people as well. I want to make some trades. I want to have some fun with this. Here we go. Who's, our, who's on our third line? Oscar Lindblom? Let's trade him. Okay. Lindblom. Let's trade Oscar Lindblom. Where is he from? Sweden. I mean, I guess. He, oh, he's from Sweden. Uh, Today. I guess he's going to be good by then. Or, wait, he doesn't have any no movement clauses, right? No, he doesn't. So then, I guess we can trade him <coughs> and the pick to... Here, let me look at some teams just to get Why a good idea. I would trade him and a pick. So we can upgrade on. Oh, okay. He's really not that much of a prospect anymore, but... Well, yeah, no, he's a decent roster player. Let's say he wants to go to, I don't know, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, okay. I feel like we could get, say, Kasperi Kapanen. That's what I was looking at. Kapanen... They bring back Kapanen, and then they also get the Flyers will give up what like a third, a fourth, a second, a fourth, a fourth, and uh, Lindblom for Kapanen. Or we could do a fifth, and then where is it? Uh, player rights, and then the rights to sign. Just like a random prospect that they drafted, like a, like a Jay O'Brien or something. Sure. So Jay O'Brien, uh, Oscar Lindblom, and a fifth round pick for Casperi Captain. Okay. So now uh, we have Oscar Lindblom, not Oscar. Lindblom. We don't have. We traded Oscar Lindblom. Yeah, we now have Casperi Captain. Where did Kapanen go? Oh, we have to sign Kasperi Kapanen, too, because he'd be an RFA. Well, let's just suppose that Pittsburgh already signed him to a long-term deal. But, like, we still have to find the deal, like... Okay. We still have to make a deal for him. Okay. Uh, let's just say four million, five years. Or a four-by-four. Four. How about that? 
Four by four, let's go. Am I still in the frame? My head's like, yeah. cut off this entire stream. Yeah, I think so. So four by... Oh, whoops, I need to add an extra zero. He'll play on the second line, right? Then Scott Lawton is a decent third line. Cam Atkinson will probably be a decent third line. So we see his fell at the fourth line now. Need another fourth line player. Hey, uh, let's check free agency. Who can we sign as a good fourth liner? Maybe, I don't know. Um, uh, Wayne Simmons? Although I doubt he'd leave Toronto. Maybe. Uh, let's see. Who's available? I have to scroll up a lot. Wait, I just realized I'm scrolling. How about like a Pat Maroon? I feel like you don't want to guarantee them a cup, like, because Pat Maroon's the cup guy, so. I think Maroon in Philadelphia is the perfect fit. No. Okay, then maybe get like Reeves. What about like a Matthew Perot or something? Are you sure he wouldn't be retired by then? He's 33, I mean. Oh, he's only. He seems so much older than that. Let's say they get Perot at like 1.1. Okay. Yeah, you sure you don't want to sign Reeves? Yes. Yeah. Why? I keep doing that. He's a very good hitter, but that's it. He hits. So Perot, Rasmussen, and Allison. They still have fourteen million dollars left too. Let's I'll... let's work on the the top line. We got fourteen million dollars. Okay, so are you willing to trade one of our best players in order to upgrade? Which one? Let's do it. Okay. Travis Konechny. Sure, why not? For who? To who? Give me a team. Let's just let no. Let's pull that this wheel back up. Okay. Where was it? Um. There we go. All right. Let's see. Ready is um. Colorado Avalanche. Okay, wait. I disconnected from the stream. Uh, in a. For a bit, I think I'm back now. So I missed that, but you got Colorado, you said? Yes. Yeah. So let's pull up Colorado's okay. roster. I think for Travis Konechny, if you want to upgrade and throw in like a pick or a decent roster player. Like maybe I think you can get... Were you going to say Rantanen? Yeah. yeah. Maybe That's why I was hook. I mean, he's too young. What about Landis Cog? Landis Cog is getting pretty old. Actually, he's only 28. Never mind. Let's do Landis Cog, sure. So, Landis Cog. Does he have a no plus? No, he doesn't. Okay. Landis Cog okay, so for. Base is going to be Landis Cog for Actually, I'm on the <laughs> Rangers cap friendly. Whoops. Konechny's still young. How old is he? He is 24. You know what? Maybe Landis Cog isn't the best choice because he's gonna improve Konechny. Yeah. Uh you wanna pick a different team? Yeah, sure. Let's spin the wheel. Like, 
Because I feel like if you anything above Landeskog is either McKinnon, Rantanen, or or McCarr. Or maybe a Bowen, but Bowen Byron is too young to give up on. Well, I'm going to be honest, I have not liked Bowen Byron's uh, development so far. LA Kings. No. Maybe we can, uh, what's his name, Alex Turcotte? He's too young. Good. The LA Kings are going to develop their team, too. Well, in three years, you never know. In three years, though, because LA's like, look at LA's prospects, right? Why would LA give up on that? True. You want to randomize for let's the third go. time? Let's just go again. Third time. Fine. Let's just keep going until we find a good fit. Third time has to be the charm. Arizona Coyotes. Oh! That got even worse. I mean, Clayton Keller for Travis Konechny? I mean, it's Maybe. too close, though. Like, What about Jacob Chikrin? We'd have to throw in more players. I feel like we need to improve our top line. Our defense is good. We would need to improve well, the top Other line. than that, well, their only assets worth getting are Keller and Chikrin. Want to go again? Okay, Florida Panthers. That's actually not good. Not good? Why not? Huberto, Ekblad, and um, Barkov. Barkov's going to be a, a free agent. That's really, they're more, that's all their players who are more valuable than. What about Sam Ryan? What? I would rather have Konechny over Reinhardt any day of the year. Like, Okay, what about Huberto? That's going to be way too expensive. Also, Huberto's cap hit is 5.9. Yeah. Damn. Let's, should we go again? Just till we find a team we like? Let's look on defense. Uyghur. Uyghur's going to be expired. Till yeah, gonna, I don't think he's good enough. What about Bobrovsky? I mean, actually, no, Uyghur would be better than Konechny, but he'll be a free agent, so... Okay. Let's go again. Ready? Okay. Vegas? That's interesting. Let's see. We no, we need to really find like a like a team who's like going to be in a tear down rebuild. Because Vegas is still competing. Do you hate Patcheretti for Konechny? One for one. Yes, I hate it. Why? Konechny is about at the same level as Pacioretty right now, and he's like five, six. Like, how old is Pacioretty? Thirty-two. He's eight years younger, Konechny. Okay. What about like? We we need we need to find like a team who's like should be tearing down soon. You said you don't want defense, but Shea Theodore is only two years older. But again, Vegas would they want to trade Theodore? I mean, they already have Martinez and Petrangelo. Like, but Vegas is still competing. Like, who, we need to find a team who's going to be starting to tear down. Washington. Let's, it's it's I, Washington, I, Columbus, maybe Nashville. Let's, 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 
get, I'm just gonna keep going until I find anything who's actually gonna be. All stars? Okay. Who'd you get? Buffalo. You know what I'm thinking? They got no assets. I'm thinking Jack Eichel. There's no way he's going to be a Saber in 2024. Or when is it? I think he will. Unless his contract is expired. Pretty sure he still has a long time left on his deal. He's going to get traded. He has to. Yeah, but what if, what if this trade's like one year into the three years, right? I don't know. There's no way. And other than Eichel, who did that? Casey no Middlestar. Rasmus Dawi might be interesting. Then again, I'm more so looking at forwards. You know who I think won't be great in the next in the What about Montreal? I just landed on them actually. Oh no way! Well, who do they have that's gonna be like teardown worthy? Like, because Suzuki is gonna stay. What about like, we're approaching an hour thirty minutes? Yeah, so and I still want to do one more thing after this, but it it should be quick. What about like the Foley and again, Konechny's probably better than to Foley. Okay, what about Dvorak? Dvorak, and we get another asset on top. Let's go Dvorak. Hmm. Who else? Are they what about? What about, and then either David Savard or Joe Edmondson? I think more so Edmondson. You know who could also yeah. be tearing down? Who? Maybe like Nashville? Nashville's going to be torn down by then. Yeah, but like, this could happen anytime between the one to three year span. Okay. Or maybe like a team who's tearing down, like, I don't know, who's going to also start tearing down soon? Dallas is going to start tearing down. Hey, I'll take Tyler Sagan. I think there's something there. Maybe like Connect a Luke Hintz, too. Or a Gurionov. Gurionov's not good enough. I think you can make a package around Hintz for Konechny. The Flames are going to... The Flames. Matt Matthew Chuck. Chuck. Chuck for Konechny. I don't think one for one. I think Kachuk might be slightly better. Slightly better, I mean. What do you K think? Kachuk and, I don't know, a second. I want picks. I want people that will help the roster. Let's look on their... Here, like, what about... Like, a, maybe a useful Valamaki? Or a... Wait, I thought we are just getting Kachuk. Yeah, like, oh wait, no, uh, all right, Kachuk's better, so we have to give up an asset yeah. on top of I'm it. saying, like, probably, like, a RFA or a pick or something. Okay, well, let's see who we have. We could trade away the right to, I don't know, maybe... Let me also check who the Flyers have right now, considering we didn't get rid of them. I'm checking who they drafted this year. Who did they draft this year? Did they have a first? 
No, they gave it to Buffalo for his lineman. Maybe like a Sam Utalama. They drafted him in the second round with the 46th pick, 16th in the second. Here, wait. I'm trying to pull up their cap friendly. Wait, there it is. They have Derek Broussard. Let's, let's do... How about we do... Um, Konechny, Tumala, and uh, third. Okay. For Matthew Kachuk. Follow trade. I feel like Matthew Kachuk would be perfect in Philly, too. Yeah. Although I think he ideally would want to play for St. Louis. But I I think that's... I don't think he would really be... Okay, now we we also need to put Kachuk on a contract. He'll, He'll be expired? He's an okay. RFA, though, so. How much is he making right now? He's making, let's see. Give me a chance to check for a second. Um, Full claims. There we go. I can check right now. He's making seven a year. Seven straight? Maybe like 7.5. Oh, it's a seven. Okay. I think he gets around that same contract. Let's say he he improves a little 7.25. Sure. I could see that happen. And then he slots right into the number one line. And he's going to be playing with Couturier and who? And Farabee. On Farabee. Maybe we want to also improve that left wing spot too a little. Okay, so did we buy out Kevin Hayes, or? We traded him away, remember? Oh, right. And who did we get? Like We got, we got Rasmussen. Rasmussen. Okay. We could also try to buy out Cam Ak- We still, Never mind. We still have 12 million, 12 million in cap space. We're set. I think we trade Atkinson for like a cheaper, better player. We don't, we don't and... need to trade him, though. He'll, he'll, he's like a perfect third-line left wing. He's only taking up 6 million. We still have like 12.5 left. Make six million. Yeah, but we still have twelve point seven six left. Why did I think he made eight million? I I, I thought he made eight million, but six so, I think that's a lot better than eight. Let's. Mm, what do we want to do now? Like looking at the team, I mean, maybe improve the first left wing. Would we out there, Faraby? Yeah, I feel like. He'll improve to be a first line winger. So, can you read the lines now? Okay, so on the first line, also, we could also try to get a better backup goalie than Jake Allen. Jake Allen can carry his weight. Okay. So, first Wait, line will that. be Farabee, Katoria, and Kachuk. Second will be Kapanen, Forrest. Do we want. Hold on, back up. Do we want to keep Forrester on the second line? Like. It'll be good. I think Like, so. he's unproven, so. I think we put Bobby Brink up to the second line set. Okay. Toby could play then. And then also, Ube, Ube, Obe Cabell. Do we also want him on the second? I think you can put Atkinson up to the second. And then... We could just Obe move our Cabell. second line altogether and just trade for someone. 
maybe I don't know. Um, who's tearing down? Washington will probably have to torn down by then, right? As much as I hate to say so, but yeah. Washington's approaching their end. Okay, so who are we trading so I can find fair value? Yeah, you're, you'll know too. Like Maybe like for Anthony Manta. Who are we trading? Um, maybe we move Obey Cabell and someone else. I'm looking more at the who we take from the Capitals. Like maybe like, I don't know, a Manta or... What if we take Tom Wilson? Doesn't I think... Tom Wilson would have like a move clause. He has a modified no team. I say we go Manta. Yo, but just imagine Wilson in Philadelphia. True. Let's do Tom Wilson. Fuck it. All right. Uh, All right. They're signed for the same amount of years. Manta just has a higher cap hit, and so they're the Manta, same. So Wilson for Obey Cabell and the third. Sure. How old is Obey Kubel? Obey Kubel is. Can you look that up actually? Okay. He is 25. And Wilson is 27. So they're getting younger. Okay. Also, how old is Mantha? He's the same age as Wilson, 27. So I would say probably Wilson over Manta. I mean, I feel like they're equal, but Manta makes more money. So Kubel for Wilson. So Kubel and a third for Wilson. Okay. Maybe a little more. Okay. Uh, also, like a Zane Wisdom or something like that. I feel like Kubel. Obey Kubel and uh, third is fair because Obey Kubel will get better well, and Wilson, Wilson might start to regress by then. All right, so Tom Wilson will play on the second line. So, ready to hear the lines? Let's so, we're done, right? This is it? Yeah. Okay, so here's the lines. On the first left wing, we're going to have Joel Farabee, Sean Couturier, Matthew Kachuk. On the second uh, line, Kasperi Kapanen, Bobby Brink, and Tom Wilson. On the third line, you got Scott Lawton, Tyson Forrester, and Cam Atkinson. On the fourth line, you have Matthew Perot, Michael Rasmussen, and Zade Allison. Or Wade Allison. It was Zade. Why did I say that? Uh, Ivan Provorov on defense wrote Ryan Ellis. And then York and Ekholm and then Gudas and Stetcher. And then goalie, you have Hart and Allen. And how many trades did we make? We made four trades. Want me to read them off? I feel we built a solid roster. I feel like but, we did. Oh, wait. I do want to mention. We still have eight and a half, eight point eight five million in cap space too, which could be useful when I don't know maybe Bobby Brink, Tyson Forrester, or Wade out Wade Allison, and um, Cam York all want their big deals. Yeah. So, are we good? Yeah, and I also want to mention, we're coming close on 140, which is 100 minutes. So, that's almost like a standard podcast episode. And we thought the first would be a little shorter. 
since there's no hockey news. Yeah. But I quickly want to do. We, we one... had like a. This was like really fun doing though. So I know. You said I you wanted to just talk about something else. Yes, it'll take approximately a few minutes. Okay, I'm just gonna uh, in, uh, your head, in your head, I want you to think of three teams that you think will do the best during the preseason. And I say preseason because while it is coming up, I feel like the difference is you don't play your stars until like the last two games. So these are the teams that are the most well-rounded, have the best prospects, because that's who you want to play in the preseason, right? Okay, I know. Think of your three teams. So should we just like, let's both reveal our number one. Ready? Uh, wait. LA. Yeah, I had LA as well. Like, they have I mean, the Kaliev, Turcock, Byfield. Sorry, yeah. Byfield, not Byram. Um, they have so many exciting uh, young, young players. Talents, I mean, like they're yeah. going to dominate. The next one, who do you have at number two? Wait, oh, one sec. Let me look through the teams one more time. Okay, I got it. Who's yours? Who's yours? I revealed my one first. Ottawa. I think maybe Detroit. Yeah, Detroit. Okay. Well, Ottawa has so many young players. Stutzla, Norris, Batherson. I mean, Stutzla and like Norris and Batherson really going to need to compete for a contract? Straight for the... Probably not, but, but they're going to play. I just feel like they're very exciting, very young. They'll be given an opportunity in the preseason. They're going to play top-line minutes. They're, they're not going to need to compete, but it'll just be so much fun watching them. Okay, my number three is going to sound really biased, but the Devils. I mean... I have the Devils as well. Like, Dawson Mercer, Alex Holtz, Nolan Foote. Luke Hughes? Playing, but like we Wait, have... will Luke Hughes play? What? Will Luke Hughes play? He's, he's in Michigan. Oh, so he's not even allowed to play preseason, right? No. But, I mean, Quokinen's probably going to have to compete for a spot. Andreas Janssen's going to play, most likely, because he's going to be competing. Michael McLeod will probably compete. So will Jesper Boquist. I mean, yeah, there's, like, so many players in New Jersey who, like, because, like, I feel like Fabian Zetterlin is also another one up there. I know, like, you probably don't know who most of these guys are, but. I know some of them. But anyway, I think we wrap it up now. Uh, next episode, you maybe want to do a tier list? Sure. I mean, we can, like, rank, like, some of the team's performance. Yeah, head again. And then but with the preseason, once it's over, we're going to do a standings prediction. If there's yeah. any news, we're definitely going to talk about it. Uh, and about this episode, how'd you like it? I, told, I personally had a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, this was, this, like, this was really fun. I'm, like, glad we did this, like. Yeah, like we just sat here talking about hockey for about a hundred minutes. Like this also, is surreal. We might be bringing on a guest for the next episode. That is something we we are looking to bring on guests. We're also open to the idea of potentially adding a third member. So if you're interested, we'd like to bring you on first. Do that's like a guest. Have you on as a guest for now, and see how well how good of a fit you'd be. But we are looking to do that. And if you have any suggestions, leave them down below in the comments. We'd love to hear. Thanks so much for watching, and you want to end it?